Okay, uh, what's up everyone? What's up everyone? Uh, Rylan Rose here, Ry, Ryan, whatever you want to call me, it's my podcast. I don't know what episode number it is, but uh, it'll be in the podcast title. It's great to have you back. I hope you're all having a good start to the week. It's Monday, January 15th, 2018. Uh, I've had a great weekend. I hope you have as well. Um, I've had a, what have I gotten up to? You know, I didn't do much over the weekend. I think I just chilled. Oh, that's right. My, um, my girlfriend Kaylee was sick. So I, uh, you know, that list of things to do that you never get around to doing. I did that. And that to me is a fun thing to do. I do enjoy doing that. Uh, as much as I get laughed at by everyone for saying that. So, I want to thank you all for tuning in. If you're still here, this many episodes tuning in, I, I don't know why you're here. Uh, <laughs> I I think you you yourself might have some issues you need to explore if uh, if you're still tuned in. But if you are, thank you. You uh, you really help me get through the day. Um, so. Before we start, I just want to say thanks to everyone that has subscribed on iTunes. If you haven't, hit the subscribe button, leave a rate or a, or a review because that shit helps me a lot. Um, and even if you don't have an Apple device, I don't care. I think you should go and rate and review it on the iTunes store because we all know that Apple runs the world. They're the first trillion dollar company. And let's face it, they own America. So you should probably do what's right and support this podcast on their platform. Um, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I did put the podcast on YouTube and that seemed to get a little bit of love. And sound. I just did SoundCloud because I got one random message asking me to do it once. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. What else is going to go on there? Um, But some cool news to start the whole podcast the new single Penny is at over 10,000 streams on Spotify. Um, and I'm stoked. I'm like so happy about that. Uh, the goal was when the song first came out was to get 10,000 streams within a month. And we're three days away from a month. So we've gotten it early. And the only people I have to thank for helping me achieve that goal is probably the person that's listening right now because... Uh, it hasn't been played on radio. I got one spin on Triple J and FBI, and that's not their fault. I just haven't really sent it to anyone. Um, and what else? It, it got added to like a Spotify playlist in Asia a few weeks ago, which was really cool that it reached that demographic. But it's not even on that playlist anymore. And I think it it hit 10k yesterday, so four days to, with the four day window. Um, it just snuck over 10k with like 10,090. And then, uh, this morning I checked again, it was at 10,400. So just crazy numbers. And it's all thanks to just the organic fan base that, uh, we've built over the years. So just a time out to thank everyone. You don't really have to subscribe to my podcast. Um, you know, I was just joking. I, I got a weird sense of humor. It started where I'm sitting right now. You can't see this. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see that I'm facing you. So the window is behind the camera and it's just started raining. So it's uh, January 15th in summer and it's raining. 
Um, but yeah, 10K streams, I'm really stoked and I can't thank any, everyone enough. So thank you for making this dude's, this loser artist's month. Um, I also did something over the weekend that was kind of stung a bit, but I'm happy I did it. I paid off all my credit card debt. I um, I don't have any personal savings left, but uh, I don't have, I'm credit card debt free as of this podcast. So a reminder to myself to not let that happen again. And basically what happened was, is that ever since the album came out, I've been just fighting debt relentlessly. And I think once the, when the album came out, I was about 8K, 8K in debt. I think, I think I used about 2000 of my own savings towards getting the album done. And then about six grand spread out over two credit cards. Oh, that stings just to say that. But, you know, I did pay it off. And then over Christmas, I fell into a little bit of debt. So it's just, I'm just really happy that I'm out of that again. And I don't, hopefully don't have to go back into it again. Um, But anyway, that's the life of a indie musician when, you know, you're just trying to make it happen. Um, and the, the, the scary thing is, is that I, that's actually a good amount, not a, there's no such thing as a good amount of debt, but that's actually not as bad as what the, I think the national average of credit card debt is. I think it's like around 20 to 30,000. So I'm stoked to, to pay that off. I'm hugely in the past 12 months, I've been hugely into minimalism and, I try to apply that to all areas of my life. If you want me to talk about that more, I will. But it's something that also applies to your bank account and it's changed my life, which is why I'm which is why I made such an effort at paying off any debt that I have. So uh I've probably lost all my listeners right now and I'm just talk I'm just some guy sitting in his home studio talking to a camera by himself. But anyway, I thought I'd just tell you that and celebrate that. Uh, what did I do over the weekend? I think I've already brought that up, but I did go to the city and I brought this awesome t-shirt. So uh, if you're watching on YouTube, it's a uh, vintage Rolling Stones to a t-shirt from 94, 95. And really just, you know how I always wear that Harley Davidson t-shirt? I just like, I, I fucking love that t-shirt so much, but that's just like, it's so hard to find a t-shirt at an op shop or at a vintage store that you're just going to wear forever. You know, usually they're like kind of gimmicky or, you know, they're already like worn out heaps and they just fall apart. So like I, I make a real, with when trying to find like a secondhand t-shirt, I make like a over the top effort. And this was like one that I'm not going to regret. I love this t-shirt. It's for some reason, t-shirts in the nineties just feel like they were made better, better material. So, uh, this one is one of those and I've worn it three days straight since getting it. So I should probably wash it and change my t-shirt, but I just wanted to wear it cause I knew the camera was on for YouTube. Oh, let me stand up. Hey, there we go. Um, I think it was from the album Voodoo Lounge or something like that. I remember, I remember my dad going to the concert for that though. Um, so I did something different. I knew we were going to be running out of, 
I, I knew that I didn't have a very active week. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a Q&A this episode. It might not be the longest um, episode, but it's something for you to listen to, for something for me to ramble. Uh, let me just load up these questions. Okay, so we've got a few questions here. Uh, I'm just going to get through them, you know, just kind of talk. If it leads into something else, I'll do that. Um, but thanks to everyone that posted a question. These questions were, I posted about this Q&A on the closed Facebook group. So for those who don't know, I have a closed Facebook group on Facebook duh, that I just kind of do, I don't know. I don't know. I just kind of let you in a bit more. I don't with, I don't know. Social media used to be so much more fun, like three, four years ago, especially Facebook. And obviously it's changed a lot since then. It's a lot more of an advertising platform. So I created this closed group to kind of recapture that feeling. Uh, and I did a Q&A and I said, group exclusive Q&A for the podcast, drop a question and I'll answer it in the next episode. And I knew I didn't have that much to talk about. So that's why I did this. Um, so the first question is from Tristan Doyle. Shout out to you, dude. Thanks for listening. Um, did you always want to be hundred percent independent and do things yourself? Like, was that your vision when you started making music? Um, I've always said that I love the, the, uh, entrepreneur, entrepreneurial side of hip hop. Hip hop is the entrepreneur's genre. Totally. When you look at all the juggernauts, the Jay-Z's, the Puffy's, um, Dr. Dre, you know, like they've always made this push towards independent independence. And, um, I just love that. I love that it, it kind of integrates music and business together. I don't want to get too technical, but I do love that about hip hop. That's what I've always loved that some dude is selling his mixtape on the streets. Some kid is in his bedroom on SoundCloud with like a few million streams you know, and hip hop branches out into like a culture as well. So, you know, you got, you got hip hop fans that are selling like sneakers online and they're, you know, they're making heaps of dough that way. Um, I, I, I really love independence in music and I love that I can put a song out and it just goes on the internet and every radio station in Australia says, no, we don't like this. And it gets over half a million streams on Spotify. You know, just because someone works in an industry doesn't make them an expert. And especially when, you know, they have to cover all genres. And it's not their fault. It just, you know, music is so subjective. And just because someone with heaps of credibility goes, you know what, I don't really like this song. It doesn't mean the song shit. And that's just independence like embodies that it's just like hey this person doesn't have a record deal or they're not like you know touring the world but it doesn't mean they're crap it just means that they have like this organic fan base and it's way more personal than that you know and art like people don't realize is that when you make a song like you listen to it we're talking like upwards of 50 times over you know and then you have to just let it out into the world and people just freely critique it. And that's the game. And I'm cool with that. But at the same time, if it becomes something, 
I want to have as much control over it as I can. Like that's my baby, you know? So I have to admit, you know, the, the appeal of a, of a record deal is still very enticing. And, you know, if a Jay-Z or fuck, I mean, even if an Australian label said, Hey, here's the X amount of dollars. We want you to release an album. I wouldn't be opposed to it, man. Like I'm, I'm, a businessman as well, you know, believe it or not. I know I don't look like one, but you know, I'm, I'm trying to eat. So I'm not opposed to that. I'm not the, please don't think I'm the flag flying, always independent dude, but I would always prefer to go that route or have control. And when you sign deals and contracts, you start to slowly lose that control. And that's what I'm, that's what my vision has always been. Just controlling it. Um, I hope that makes sense. God, you, you really you hit the buttons there with that one. Um, another question from Nick Walls. What were your thoughts when you changed from Rye to Rylan Rose? Um, as in, why did I do it? Or how did it, what were my thoughts when it was announced and out there? Because I don't know why I changed. I think I changed because my name wasn't Googleable. That's a word. Uh, I just was looking my name up and yeah, I was Googling myself and I just couldn't find myself. And I was just kind of like, I'm putting in all this effort, you know, and I am a brand. I'm, I'm one of those people who, you know, is aware that, you know, art is a brand and a product. If once you put it out to the public, it's, you know, it's well and truly something that's viable. And it was just like, what's the point in releasing this if people can't even find it? So I changed the name and I think within a month of changing the name, I had a single get, you know, half a million streams or whatever. And, uh, that's when almost famous and broke took off and that whole movement kind of started. And, you know, I never regretted it. The only thing I regret is that the word Rose is a little bit generic. There are a few other people with the word Rose in their name now. So, but I couldn't anticipate that. Like at the time, Rylan Rose was the only rows that I knew of in the game and I did like some pretty thorough research um so you know that's the only thing I kind of regret that I didn't try um find something a bit more unique but Ryland is pretty unique so I'm pretty cool with it and I think in the long run it was a pretty successful move and I'm pretty stoked with it that's my thoughts um Amelia Joy Shout out to you. Uh, just thanks for being a, a really cool fan. Um, question is, is there a reason you don't collab with other artists much? Do you want to collab more? Or are you doing your own thing? That's a cool question. Uh, I think music is... The music I make is really reflective of me. And me as a as a person, I guess, as an individual, I'm pretty... Uh, secluded from things. I don't really socialize that much. I got a few friends that I hang out with and that's about it. Same with Jake. Like both of us are pretty humble, quiet dudes. So I struggle a bit with the collaborative thing. I have collabed with other artists in the past, as you're probably aware of, but I do find it a bit of a, it's a bit of, I I really like to just record music and get it out as soon as I can and I find the collaboration process sometimes slows things down a bit. And 
it might be at my my demise, you know. But I, I yeah, I just I really struggle with waiting on on things and you know, then having to go work redrafts and then re-recordings and stuff like that and I get what I know the appeal of it. I know uh why people do it, you know, to cross promote and I should do it more. But as a and it is something we're working on. But as right now as a person, I think it it doesn't surprise me that I don't do it is what I'm trying to say because I'm always just in this room by myself making music and you know, if I am working with someone it's with Jake and we're, if I'm with Jake and we're working on music, it usually means we're finishing something off. Um, my main, the reason that started though was because I wanted to get really good at songwriting, not just rapping. I wanted to like learn how to write choruses and melodies and I couldn't do that. Just always getting someone else to do it for me, like a singer. So, and then I just got better at it. And then I was just like, screw it. You know, I'm going to do most of it myself. And one of my, two of my biggest idols, you know, Drake and Childish Gambino. Drake collabs a lot now, but when Drake first started, he didn't really do that. Um, He really just carried the song on his own. And Childish Gambino is, you know, he does collab with a lot of people behind the scenes, but in terms of having a feature artist, he doesn't do it as much as what he probably could. He could probably get big names on some of his songs and he doesn't seem to to really do it. So I think there's pros and cons of it. Uh, it's something I'm working on. It's something I should definitely do more, but those are my reasons as well. So I hope that answers your question. Um, Billy McNelly, my boy, how you going, dude? Uh, you've got a basketball question. So I'm going to make this one real quick. Because I know if you're not into basketball, you're going to be like, oh, fucking turn it off, man. I don't care. So um, uh, you, you're asking me the award winners predictions for this season. Um, I might not have answers for some of these, but I'll go. James uh, MVP, James Harden. Most improved, Victor uh, Oladipo. Rookie of the year, Ben Simmons. But you should definitely count in Donovan Mitchell. And if he ups his game a bit more, Larry Markkinen from the Bulls. Coach of the year, I'm going to go with Brad Stevens. Um, yeah, Brad Stevens. Defensive player of the year, I have no idea. Six man should be David Nwaba at the Bulls. And that's totally biased answer. But uh, we can talk about that more on the uh, NBA podcast. Uh, what else we got? Oh, okay. Tristan Doyle, another one. You went in the double. Double Doyle. Uh, what would be a piece of advice you would give to people trying to start out? Well, it depends. What, where, like, where are you starting out? Do you already have music recorded, or are you like literally starting out? Um, my advice is that uh, nothing happens overnight. I don't give a shit how gifted you are. You have to work at it, and. Um, if you guys want to know how I learned to rap, what I did was I quit my job in my early twenties and I went on the doll and I rapped every day. I recorded a song every day for about two years and that's how I learned to rap. And then after that, once I mastered that, I had to learn how to write songs. So, you know, like you can, there's plenty of shortcuts and tricks that you'll learn and use along the way, but if the art doesn't back up if 
your music doesn't sound good, if you're not willing to play it, walk into a room with some of your idols and press play and stand there while it's playing, then you're not ready. And not until you get to that point are you ready. You need to just keep going. And I know that sounds like really harsh advice, but like you got to like, there's so many bedroom rappers now that you've got to crack past that. You've got to stand out from that crowd. You know, like what can you do? Can you rap and sing? Can you write really great hooks and melodies, but your raps suck? You got to, you're only as good as your strongest weakness. And so you've got to just work real hard and you've got to dedicate your whole life to it. And that's why, you know, artists are always looked at as like crazy people because they're all in. Like, this is their everything. Um, So, if you're not 110% in and it's not all you think about all the time, and if you're out partying every weekend and you're not at home writing raps and recording music and, you know, re-recording things because you think you can do better, then look, it's probably not not what you uh, are ready for yet. You know, you might get to that point where you start obsessing over it, but you got to be obsessed and that's called passion. And if you don't have the passion, then, you know, there might be something else similar to what you're going for that you're probably more interested in. Like there's so many guys that started off as rappers that are now A&Rs or their managers or their sound engineers, you know, um, you got to try heaps of things as well. And that's, that just comes with work and effort. Um, and you, you, if you do the research, it's the same advice from all the top dogs. It's the same advice. Um, but thanks for all your questions, dude. I appreciate it. Um, Michael O'Dwyer, I want to hear more about this new business you've started. Do you remember the song or artist that you sparked your interest, love of hip hop? Oh, that's a hard one. Uh, geez. I don't know, man. All I remember is that you know, I'm in, I'm on some school excursion with my friend and we are on a bus, a long, like a uh, road trip thing. And my friend puts in a cassette and it has Tupac, Troublesome 96. It has California Love, Tupac, Dr. Dre, and it has Forgot About Dre, Eminem and Dr. Dre. And I borrowed that cassette. I dubbed it and... I just listened to it over and over and then I borrowed my friend's Dr. Dre 2001 CD and then using a Christmas voucher for Sanity, I brought the Dr. Dre 2001 CD and I learned every word of it and I was just fascinated and um, I think the, the song I first learned the words to was The Watcher by Dr. Dre. Um, you know, there were some crossroads with hip-hop leading up to that point, but the obsessive point was there when I, once I got Dr. Dre's 2001. And I think when I, I think like six months into that CD, I was still playing it and listening to other rappers and then hearing 2001, I noticed a difference in like production and the drums and especially on the song Still Dre. And I remember just listening to Still Dre on repeat for like months because the drums were just so perfect and then you know if you think of that album as like a family tree and all the artists that feature on it like Eminem, Snoop, um, 
you know, Ice Cube, it, it, I, I went off in that direction. And then, you know, Eminem collabs with like Jay-Z and then I discovered D- Jay-Z and then Jay-Z, you know, mentioned, and then, it, you know, I mentioned I'm into hip hop and someone says, well, you haven't listened to Biggie, you got to listen to Biggie. And then I listen to Biggie and then Biggie and the Tupac thing. And it just, you know, from ages 13 to 18, I studied rap. Like I really just studied it. Um, every time a new source magazine was out, I, was, I went to the news agency and I just read it. I couldn't afford it. So I just read it in the news agency. Um, I think my library started getting source magazines. So I didn't give a shit who called me a nerd for, for me going to the library because I was going to the library and reading the source. So I was stoked. Um, and let's be real. Like there's a bit of luck involved. I grew up in a time where rap actually happened and it was cool to listen to and it was accessible because the internet started. So, you know, it all just kind of came together. But that album in particular, 2001, was what really started it for me. Jesus, we've gone over time. 25 minutes in. Um, is there anything I want to plug or talk about? I don't know. Um, you know, shit, I'm just working really hard. I'm going to be recording heaps this week. Uh, if you guys can keep streaming Penny, you know, you're the best, um, 10,000 streams. Jesus. I don't know how I did it, uh, but I'm stoked. Um, if you can't stream it, you can get it on triple J on earth. Just make sure you leave a review for me. Rate, review this podcast. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm going to tie it up there. I think that's pretty good. Uh, but I hope you're having a great day. I really do. And if you're listening to this in traffic, you know what? In 10 years, we'll all be driving self-driven cars. So just enjoy the process of uh, of sitting there having to control a car because one day you're going to be just sitting in there more bored out of your brain. Uh, but have a great day. All right. That's the Reezy podcast. It's going on iTunes and YouTube and SoundCloud and I don't know, CNN uh right now as we speak. All right. So I'll catch you all later next podcast and talk to you soon. Take care. Don't do anything stupid. Peace.